Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind system to create more clarity, confidence, creativity in every aspect of your life. Today I want to talk about how we engage others. There's a quote that I'm sending out that I found on Pinterest, kind of adapted it from what I saw on Pinterest. Um, it says, how we make others feel about themselves says a lot about us. Now, there's another quote that I love to use in my seminars, that every thought, emotion, and action, every state, everything we do, think, and, and feel, makes a statement about who we are and who we are becoming. So in some ways, everything we do, think, feel, say, says a lot about us. When we are engaging others, however, it's not just how we feel, but how we are making them feel. Now, on some level, we really can't make anybody feel anyway, but we can certainly influence how they perceive us, how they think about themselves, how they see the world around them. And so when we are doing that purposefully, when we are bringing out the best in others, when they like being around us, when they feel better about themselves, when they are around us, everybody wins. And a lot of this has to do with my life from the top of the mind philosophy. It speaks to how when people are feeling good about who they are and good about us, everybody's kind of coming from what I call the top of the mind, the neocortex, this upper 80% of the brain where we have access to our interpersonal skills, problem solving skills, clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, etc. It's where the best of all of us resides, where the best of who we are resides, the best of others reside. And I think what we want to do as people who want to be influential in other people's lives, whether it's our kids, our parents, our employees, our friends, our relationships, we want to actually be bringing out the best in others. Not looking for their worst, not making them feel ashamed, not making them doubt their own worth. Because that throws them into that lower 20% of the brain where number one, they stop thinking and feeling in ways that are productive, and number two, they stop listening to anything we have to say. So if we want to be influential with others, we've got to ask ourselves the question, what is the kind of influence I want to have? There are four questions that I encourage people to use when they're wanting to be clear about how they find themselves doing anything, but certainly interacting with others. Number one, am I doing this on purpose? Have I chosen to be this way? Number two, is it working for me? Is it effective? Is it having the effect I want? Number three, is it making the statement I want to make about who I am? Am I someone who makes others feel better about themselves or worse? And number four, would I teach and or recommend this way of being to someone I love? I think we want to engage others in a way that's purposeful, in a way that's effective, in a way that defines us as someone who brings out the best in others in and in a way we would recommend to those we love. Now, I think it's fair to say that that's easier to do with some folks than others. There are people who we just naturally engage in this positive way. We see their best. We compliment them on that. Ooh, that is, that's not the problem for most of us. It's sometimes these difficult people. And a lot of people tell me, hey, Bill, how, how do I deal with the difficult people? You know, they just have a tendency to trigger me or I just don't want to be around them. And I'm not saying we have to be around all kinds of difficult people, but if indeed we want to be someone who brings out the best in everyone, then we've got to be able to determine what makes someone difficult and how to separate that from their best. 
Again, I love my life from the top of the mind philosophy because we can look at when people are being difficult, they're probably coming from the difficult brain, that lower 20% of the brain, the brain stem, where they're frankly just reacting. They're not just, they're not thinking. They're not, they're not reacting purposefully. They're just reacting. And they're probably reacting out of fear or insecurity. They're afraid that people don't like them. They're afraid that we won't listen to them. They're afraid we're going to tell them they're wrong. They're afraid we're going to criticize them or that the world's out to get them. They're afraid, they're afraid, they're afraid. That means they're frightened. Not in the frightened sense of frightened, but they're coming from that frightened brain. When we can take their difficult behavior and say, okay, that's who they are when they're coming from that lower 20% of the brain. I want to be clear about who they are when they're coming from the upper 80% of the brain. Have I ever seen them be kind or helpful or understanding or positive? If so, that's the part of them I want to bring out. Now, it's not our job to bring out the best in everyone around us, although frankly we kind of do want to do that with our kids and our, and our employees if we are in a leadership position or a position of authority. It is, however, a wonderful way to engage people. When you're just looking for their best, chances are that's what we're going to find. When we are looking for their worst, guess what? We're going to find that as well. And what we look for is what comes out often. When we can just kind of let that difficult stuff go by and go, yeah, in our mind, that's who they are when they're coming from that lower 20% of the brain and compliment them on something they're doing well or find something to say about them that they can feel proud about or remind them a time of a time in the past when they were being kind or helpful or understanding or effective. That actually touches that part of who they are. When I'm working with people or encouraging people, uh, leaders, how to be effective with others, I say, look for their neocortex, reach for their neocortex. Let that brainstem stuff just go by. Frankly, if you try to criticize it, it'll just get worse. And remember, they're afraid that's what we're going to do anyway. So rather than kind of buying into their fears and tapping into their fears and reinforcing their fears, which reinforces their difficult behavior, let's go for the opposites. Let's make sure we are defining ourselves as someone who looks for the best in others, brings out the best in others. Have you noticed they're just people that other people like being around? Don't we want to be one of those folks? If so, we've got to define ourselves that way. We've got to look at ourselves as someone who looks for the best and brings out the best in others. It makes a statement about who we are. It creates a kind of a connection with that other person where communication is better, solutions come easier, things just work better because we're actually connecting with that clear, confident, creative, compassionate part of who they are. Hope you're finding these videos valuable. If you do, please hit the like button. You know how Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube love it when you like it. If you think this would be valuable for others, please share it with others. And hey, if you would like me to come to your organization and help you and or your leaders or everyone kind of look for the best in others, uh, be someone who brings out the best in others, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you. Bring in more clarity about who you are, who you want to be, and how you want to engage others. More clarity, confidence, creativity in everything you want to do. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next video.